podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a You're listening to Two Holes from Delco. Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I was trying to actually do an Irish accent mm-hmm. there. Hurly, furly, hurly, furly, furly. Top of the morning to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Purse. Purse. Snappity tapeters. Snappity tapeters? I have no idea. I'm trying to do an Irish accent. Um, yeah, uh, St. Patrick's Day is really important to people from Delaware County, which is why we have to, um, say happy St. Patrick's Day. It's important for drinking. Yeah, I mean, the, the, um, uh, infamous pub crawl called Aaron Express was actually invented in Delco, and it, uh, is a, uh, uh, something that the entire city of Philadelphia hates and does not look forward to. I mean, except, I mean, I used to work at an Irish pub and I could say that um, the month of, the whole month of March was, I was anxiety ridden. It's a shit show. And I did make a lot of money and that was like the only good part. But I mean, we would even, we were so busy on St. Patrick's Day that we actually all, the waitresses and I, would go in on um, buying Adderall mm-hmm. so that we could pop Adderall all day and just sense. like make it through the day. Yeah. And we would be like so cracked out. And and so this is like my disgusting experience of St. Patrick's Day is yeah, being having to out do Adderall to to work <laughs> to to be able to handle oh like serving like beer constantly. Like and it was like giant, like bigger than pints, plastic cups of beer you had to do plastic cups because everyone's such a fucking mess yeah, like you, you just the glassware you yeah. just can't um and yeah the binge drinking and then also not only the other reason for being on Adderall is like so it it really hones in your concentration this is messed up but I would have like I have like 50 tabs yeah. open and I have people's credit cards and I have like, and I have to remember everyone and then you're closing out really quick. Some people are leaving tabs open and like, if you're not on top of it, like, and then this is like constant fast paced all day. Yeah. If you're not on top of it, you will get screwed out of your money because mm-hmm. some drunk will forget to pay you. Yeah. And at my job, if someone walks down your tab, that's on you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I hate St. Patrick's Day and I hate the Aaron Express pub call, crawl. Did you ever go on one? Fuck yeah. I'm a uh, you fucking, would. I was a huge drunk. I would have been on yeah, any Aaron Expresses and also, it's so fucking sloppy. It's all yeah. day. There's like that. There's, um, I mean, also the New Year's Day friggin' extravagant of drinking, like all those yeah. things would be, yeah, I was heavily involved in all that in my 20s. And was there drinking on the bus too? Like did people have coolers of beer on oh, the bus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like never nonstop. And how would yes. you eat? Did you eat food? No. I feel like the, at one point you would end up like in a cheesesteak place, you know. Did you sense that everyone hated you and was annoyed by uh, you and your group's presence? No, I didn't care what people thought. Because I was Damn busy. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's the best. That's the funny thing about it. Like, because everyone hates them. Everyone hates the Aaron Express. Yet, like, and, like, we try to make them feel unwelcome. Like, <laughs> we even write, the city of Philadelphia, like, different blogs and stuff have written entire think pieces on how much they suck and their white privilege fucking sucks. Because, I mean, it's masses of white dudes that are just being disorderly drunk in public. Yeah. They should be fucking arrested. In any case. But, uh, we all, whatever, but exactly, we're not... Like, we're wasting our breath because they don't care. Mm-mm. You don't no, care. No, we don't care. And it's, like, shameless. Mm-hmm. Like, shameless drinking. So, um, it is, like, this, like, ramp, like never-ending cycle mm-hmm. due to this. They're never going to listen. It no. doesn't matter. No. But, uh, you know, again, 
I, uh, I was one of the few servers at our restaurant that would be like, I really don't care if the, if St. Patrick's Day didn't exist, I'd be happy. Yeah. Um, there definitely were people who were like really into it just because of the money. They were like, no, this yeah. is, this is a lot of money like for like one month and it's like a big part of like your salary if you think about it in a year. Yeah. Like, so, you know, Important. um, yeah. Capitalism. Capitalism. So this uh, this uh, month's episode, we are uh, talking about, and I just said months because we're now doing. It seems like we're doing monthly episodes. Well, now. I think it was just this time. We, it was just like three or four weeks. No, the la- it was like a month this time, and I think it was a month last time too. Really? Yeah. Well, also this time of year sucks. Well, I mean that's true, but I was thinking like uh, we. I think we aim to make this an unsuccessful podcast mm-hmm. in many ways. Yes, and I think that um, another way that we're you know shooting to be like the worst podcast ever uh-huh. is to then also just update like once a just month, just once a month, so it's just Maybe. like doesn't even exist. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we also might, um, we might do bi-monthlies. You never know what mood we're going to be in. Yeah, but bi-monthly, does that mean twice a month or every two months? Every two months. Mm. So then what's... Then only turn in, well, I mean, oh, I was thinking bi, I think bi-monthly is every two months, not two times a month. Right? I don't know. No one, if honestly, it was, I think no if one it was, the answer would it, it would be bi-weekly? If it was... Is that every two weeks? or Yeah, that would be every two weeks. God, I'm so confused. In any case, um, that's like... Yeah, we're stupid. That's another reason. Super unsuccessful podcast. Yeah, unsuccessful podcast. Like, you know, and that's what we're waiting to do. So, I mean, that's... Good job. That's what I was thinking. Good job. Um, And if you actually, if you want to sponsor our podcast, we are totally open to advertising. Mm. We... um, love we love to be humiliated um and Beth loves to be humiliated. made to read an ad um on the air awkwardly for no reason mm. well i mean for the reason to get that i'm getting paid um and you know so if you're interested please email me my name uh, my email is beth Heinley, so it's b-e-t-h h-e-i noy at gmail.com and just get in touch with me you know we'll go over rates i mean we you could get in at a very low rate very low cheap we're very cheap yeah we're very cheap mm-hmm. i mean two hosts from delco we're not yeah. hosts for nothing you know that's right i mean we're hosts for something but it's very little yeah like hosts yeah would be Yep. Yep. Cheap pose. And um, yeah. So there's that. Uh, did we even say what we're talking about? This successful nope. podcast. We are t- today's topic is um, seasonal depression, and the reason why we're talking about that is because uh, uh, Maureen and I both are suffering from it. I mean, we're the. I'm. We're like. I'm basking in the sunlight. Yeah. Right it's now. actually. I feel great today because it's sunny. We are, we're, the light at the end of the tunnel of winter is upon us. And, and so then you, your mood definitely ends up starting to pick up immediately um, from there. And you realize, oh, you know, it's kind of nice. Because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? It's a good thing I didn't kill myself. Yeah, because now I feel better. Because now I feel I better. I forgot what it's like to feel like some like amount of energy and be able to like walk around all day and not be like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but before we get into seasonal depression, and also, uh, you did not research this topic, right? No, of course not. Yeah, I didn't either, so this should be interesting. And um, before we get into that, we have some, we have very little, because honestly, because I'm, I have seasonal depression, I haven't been really checking my messages. I don't feel mm. like reading um, people asking me to apologize for things. Because uh, basically the way Two Hosts and Delco starts, like we do an apology section where we apologize for things that we have done on the podcast or have said because we Because Beth is a fucking glutton for humiliation. Well, that, but also like I just want to put out there that sometimes um, I do say things that are politically incorrect. I don't want to be canceled by anyone. I want everyone to like me. Yeah, I I need everyone to like me. If anyone disagrees with me... Hurts my ego. It does. It hurts my ego a lot. I prefer to stay in my echo chamber. 
So if you write in, um, you can get in touch with Maureen and I on Twitter. My uh, Twitter handle is at Beth Heinley, which is an at sign. And then it's B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase, no space. Don't say mine. Say yours, Maureen. Mine is Mocum99, M-O-C-U-M-9-9. Well, with is an that, at symbol in front of it. Is it lo- all lowercase? It doesn't fucking matter. Um, and then also your nickname is Momo from Delco. Yeah, my name on there is Momo from Delco. Um, my nickname is now Emojis, and it's a clock. Yeah, what is that? Time a to brain, read. A brain and a, a composition notebook. It's three o'clock thoughts. Three o'clock oh, book thoughts. I like it. And my comics are a three o'clock book. It's very esoteric. Like, uh, only I would probably get that from it. I can't imagine anyone else. I, I, I thought you were saying it's time to fucking read and think or something. Well, it is that. It is that. It is. Time to read and think. Um, some people think it's time to smack an egg on fascist heads. I love Egg Boy. I... You know what? And I saw it like taking off and getting popular, and I was like, "That's come on!" Like you know, that's just silly. Can we? I you know what? I love him. I love everything he stands for. Mm-hmm. I love Egg Boy. I love. Sam. I love that he turned like the motherfucker turned around and clocked him in the face, and he just stayed like poker face, and then he like clocked him again. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was perfect. I love that other countries have the same problems we do. Yeah, it makes me feel less fucked up. Yeah. It, although I feel like our poison is going over to like a New Zealand, like mm-hmm. such seems like a idyllic place. Like it doesn't. So what do you think about the, um, so we have Egg Boy, you know, smashing an egg on that senator's um, forehead, Australian senator's forehead. But more importantly, been. what kind of that came out of was this shooting, which was absolutely horrible. Well, what do you think of the one shooting reaction of resistance on the American side when, um, and and she was wearing an NYU student, she's a Muslim NYU student, she was wearing a Bernie um, Sanders uh, yeah, t-shirt, and she um, uh, berated Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. I don't uh, really for, know enough to have an opinion, like, I, I don't really know... Because I, I find the whole thing, like, really confusing because how is it anti-Semitism to criticize the government? You know what I mean? Well, that's what Chelsea Clinton was saying, that Elon... Elon... Omen. Oh, I don't know, I don't know say, how you even say her name. Yeah. Uh, that she was criticizing... Uh, she was saying she was an anti-Semitic. Right, but it, so she's then it's criticizing kind of like, the government, correct? She's not against Jewish people. The Jewish faith and the Jewish no, people. No, yeah, no. So that's not anti-Semitism. Like, I don't I know. fucking understand. No, it's not. But, like, Hillary Clinton... So, but then that tears down to Hillary Clinton getting berated at yeah. a Muslim um, memorial service by a Muslim NYU student right. for the New Zealand attacked. Which has nothing attacked. to fucking do with Hillary Clinton. So that's... It was stupid. You thought I was stupid. Yes. I think I'm all... Here's here's where I'm conflicted. I love seeing rich people get yelled at. Mm. And I'm also against civility. I do think... I think we should be we should be yelling at rich people as often, for any reason, as we possibly can. You know, I realized yesterday that I am absolutely um, prejudiced against the wealthy. <laughs> Yeah. I fucking hate you all. And, like, I know there's, like, most of you are nice people, but, like, seriously, go fuck yourself. Because, like, if I hear some motherfucker say, like, one more time. You know what someone said? What? That money is not the biggest motivator for employees. So it's, like, an excuse to not pay people more. But maybe I'm not going to talk about that. But um, um, it's just okay. I heard someone said it. Yeah. Um, I heard that someone said this. Was it Chelsea Clinton? No. Because I it was not a public yell at her. figure. I don't care if she's. It was pregnant. not a public figure. A lot of people were saying that she's pregnant. Who cares? I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't care. Um. Yeah. So, but anyway, I, I'm. Uh, You're classist. Rich. A lot of it's a high wealthy people, people who've been wealthy their whole lives. They have no idea what it's like mm-hmm. to live your whole life every day 
like having panic attacks about money and how, and I'm not even in like a horrible financial position. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, I just live paycheck to paycheck. And like, am I going to have enough money to get through this two weeks? And am I going to be able to pay all my bills? And like, guess what? My phone broke. So I had to pay fucking $60 to get like a temporary phone turned Mm -hmm. on because of my work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, uh, it's that kind of shit that, frustrates me because I think that makes you a classist hoe yeah I think that a lot of the time the people who uh are the employers let's say Mm -hmm. um they don't really understand why and how much people like maybe need that extra dollar an hour Mm -hmm. you know it's like not that like $15 an hour it's not a lot what is that $30,000 a year you can't live on that no you can't ridiculous bullshit not to mention age 20. I mean, when I started working again as a vet tech, mm-hmm. so when I was 31, I switched careers. I decided I wanted to be a vet tech. So I started working. I like went to the complete bottom, started working for minimum wage at a shelter, 825 an hour. Like how could mm-hmm. anyone ever, I was lucky I could live with my parents and like, yeah. that's, that's like spoiled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, I realized that like having somewhere to go mm-hmm. is being spoiled. Yeah. Um, so I guess I living can't with your parents anything. sucks though. Yeah, but you know what? At least I was able to do that. Yeah. Um, but it, if I wasn't able to do that, I would not have been able to live. Mm-hmm. Like I would have yeah. been on the street. Well, and let alone that, but also the American dream of you know buying a house mm-hmm. and having your two and a half kids and. You know, you can't do that on fifteen dollars an it's hour. It's inaccessible. I, mean, I couldn't. You can't do it on twenty dollars an hour. No, you can't do it on twenty. You either. can't. So. I mean, and people do, and like they're like, you figure it out. It's it's your children. Yeah, like I don't, don't want to figure it out figure, like that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want a child that bad. No, that me I'm going to live in poverty to have one. Nope. And also, like. I mean, for me, it's like at my point in my life, it's like either I'm either going to be a starving artist or a white trash mom. And being a starving artist yeah, is way, way mom. cooler. I you know, like yeah. being a white trash mom is like kind of shameful. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. I mean, my mom was a white trash I mom. Mean, I was ashamed of her. Were you? I don't yeah. think your mom was white trash. I've definitely seen some white trash moms. No, uh, no. Okay, she was lower middle class. Yeah, mom. I mean, we were normal. We were yeah, normal. yeah, we were normal. <laughs> of course, we say think it's normal because it's us. It, no, we were normal. You're right. Uh, I definitely saw. I definitely had friends whose moms were trashier than my mom for yeah. sure. Um, but I would say it's safe to say we're a child-free podcast. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely reaching that age group. I was actually, I I would do, if let's say if I was like, because the point in my age, like, yeah, so if I ever so am successful, 37, but I'm, I'm like practically I'm 38. 30, I'm practically 38. 38. But like, um, you know, so at my age, like, and I'm still poor, like, let's say I hit the lottery or like something happens where I do end up making money eventually, still we're talking maybe 45 and then what? I'm going to like retire in 10 years. But in any case, so yeah, kids, you know, don't, it doesn't look like that's going to happen for me. But like, um, you know, with the finances and all that kind of stuff, I was like, you know, I could be like an old mom and adopt. I could adopt a kid. Yeah, that would be I really hard to be a mom. Too, I feel like. Yeah, you know that would be like, I would get to be a mom if I had money. And that's the thing. Like, because if I do have money and I'm past the time of having kids, like, yeah, I would adopt because I think it would be fun to be a parent. But I obviously at that point in time, I wouldn't be able to have children. But I don't think it would be fun to be a parent for me. Well, also, again, you don't know how you're going to feel. Right. Like, like 50. Like, really? You're going to like have a kid at 50, you know, but um, yeah. Also, I I wonder if, if I tried to adopt at 50, if that would even be plausible because oh, they I might be know. like you're too old i don't know about that. i hear it's really I, hard to adopt i might have I to steal a kid to, yeah you might have to steal a kid um i would like be like just give me the cheapest baby okay like i know i'm 50 just give me the cheapest baby <laughs> i'm 50 <laughs> i'm 50 <laughs> anyway um like i would have to sign a contract that like i would get my knees replaced or some shit 
like to to well because to run around you know, after the child. Yeah, yeah, because I'd be in my fifties. Maybe you could get like, like a sixteen-year-old. Can you even? Or I mean, uh, why go straight to teenage years? I mean, by the time here's the beauty of adopting or having children later in life is that you could be dead by the time they're a teenager, and you don't have to deal with that shit. You get all the cute years. All the, the years they, like, idolize you. And then you're dead when they're teenagers. See, I would rather have, like, the self-sufficient years. I think I, I think if teenagers I were in a position... Suck, though. I think if I were in a position to have children in my early 20s, that I would have done it. Uh, because I what I would want is, like, the adult relationship. All right. We, I mean, I so the self they like children are not self sufficient, and I can barely deal with like my cats and dogs being not self sufficient. I am barely self sufficient. I would. I don't. I want to be a parent where I'm providing. So I don't really. I want them to be able to walk and shit. But like, you know, yeah. Maybe if I got a teenage, um, if I adopted a teenager, I would like break their legs or something, and where um, I would like poison them. So that they were sick all the time. Yeah, like, like poison that. them like slowly so that they're sick all the time. That's a yeah. great idea. Um, what's that called? Munchausen's? Yeah, it would be Yeah, Munchausen's by um, proxy. Munchausen's by proxy. But I'd be like, yeah, you know, I've been wanting to express my Munchausen's by proxy syndrome. So, but I wasn't able to have children because I can't afford them. And now I can, but I'm 50, but I'll just get a teenager. Like, I wouldn't even okay. be able to afford the damn hospital bill. That was a long... Of having the child. That was a long hole right there. So, apologies. Uh, someone wrote us on Twitter for uh, us to apologize. And, of course, like, so far, a lot of the apologies that come in, people asking us to apologize, are are men. men yeah, are, it's always men. So, I'm not surprised by this. And also, I actually ended up getting in a... I ended up blocking this dude as well. What? Yeah, well, so... Basically, let's just start off on what he wanted us to apologize for. And it was talking about the penis dream was really triggering to him because I was saying how my penis like was dripping into the toilet and it was disgusting and I had to like wash it off in the sink. And this guy was apparently like, yes, this is a real issue. Wait, you blocked him? Yeah. I like him. Well, I, He's you, my Twitter would. you would like him, <laughs> um, but I felt like he was uh, extremely inappropriate towards me in one Twitter interaction, and um, so I'm not going to apologize to him, but it was, uh, like, he posted a picture of, like, cows, like, cows living their best life or whatever, and he was like, what about dogs, right? So I thought it was funny, like, because he was like, oh, dogs live their best life, not cows. Like, I thought it was funny. And I was like, cows are dogs, just to be funny. And then immediately he goes, he turns it into, like, feminist critique and goes, I thought cows were, I thought cows were women. They are. They, they're, they're not, they're not female, like, human females. No, but they're females. They are females, but... Cow and bull is the male, cow is the female. I feel like he was doing, like, a... He was he was trying to, like, joke around about being a woke, like, feminist with me. And then that I said... You? It does. Because oh, white enough. men, men in general, cannot, like, make misogyny jokes at me, ever. That would be, like, me, like, making, like, racist jokes at, like, black people. Like, be like, yeah, because I get it. <laughs> Right? Like, I get what yeah. you're saying, and I would never say, you know, like, if it offends you, it offends you, but I don't well, know. Well, so I just said, it ha cows haven't been women for over 100 years, is what I replied to him. Mm -hmm. And then, like, and then he was like, or there was something about bitches. There was, like, another thing about, like, dogs are bitches or women are bitches. Like, there was, like, I, you know, another thing, too. And I was just like, I, I said, okay, how about, you know... Cows are dogs, women are women, and I'm blocking, you know, like, I was just like, I'm done. But, I mean, you like basic men, you love basic stupid men, and so I'm not surprised that you're into this guy, and he's your favorite, he's your Twitter friend. He's just my Twitter friend, Beth. Alright, well, I, I mean, like him. you would like him, because he's a basic, basic dumbass. I'm a basic bitch. You are a basic bitch. Yeah, and you're a fucking angry feminist. Militant. I'm not an angry. No, you're very off, militant. That's yes, you are. that's misogynist calling me an angry militant feminist, and I I'm pointing at Marine, 
right now, just like that Muslim NYU student was pointing at Chelsea Clinton. I'm pointing at her right now. And if she was pregnant, I would like point at her belly until her baby fell out. I think that the manner in which you, um, you, talk to people and like confront people about these issues uh-huh. blocks a real conversation from happening sometimes. Like in that Well, instance. that's because I'm self-righteous. Well, there you go. You're self-righteous feminist. But yeah, I'm a self-righteous feminist. I'm totally fine with that. Um, but like, I, and also I am, I would be like, I'm frustrated because I'm always frustrated if people like just don't get it or don't see it. Like, I mean, but bottom line, like men, cannot tell misogynist jokes to women. I mean, as that's a joke, fair enough. As to be like, oh, I, but I know. I think they're trying to connect sometimes when they do that. I think, I, and they don't know, somebody they should, doesn't but, know a better way to connect. I feel like that sometimes in conversations, I'm a white woman, like, I, like I'm still white. You know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. I get in conversations with people and like, I don't know where they're coming from and I'm like trying to learn. And if I say something that I, I, like I mean to be a joke or whatever because I'm trying to like be friends and they're like you said the wrong fucking thing block like I'm not gonna learn anything from that uh well I did I went through there was an entire twitter feed of me trying to be like you're like offending me and, yes like there was like several tweets before I was just like he like just kept on trying to like make fucking jokes I also don't think twitter is really the best place to connect Oh, no. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you really can't have those kind of conversations. So, but in bottom line, I don't have time for it. And if somebody is obviously, like, doesn't see it, like, why do I have to have a conversation with this You don't fuck? have to do anything. Like, yeah. So, I blocked him. And, um, you know, he sucks. Well, I, he's cool to me. Um, I do think though on Twitter, I think everyone is in a state of constant, like ready to fight. Like everyone is already on edge every time, like the immediate, like every time somebody sees a tweet, like everyone responds defensively. I mean, again, though, I just have to point out, like, I don't think it's a lot to ask to be like, men, it's not appropriate to tell misogynist jokes to women. I think that's that's totally How is that like, but how is that like being like, like telling him that? And being offended in him and like, wh- why isn't that enough? Also, though, I want to be like, I want to go a step further and be like, why, why do I even have to have this conversation? Like, why don't men just fucking know that? Because they don't, they don't know what it's like. Like, seriously. They don't do the work. And that's the point of the Gillette ad commercial. They have to do better. They don't, I mean, men just don't know. And why would they, unless we're, since we're starting to tell them, but like men don't have any idea what it's like to walk into your house alone and have to check under every bed and in every closet because like they're straight up rapists out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That break into women's houses and stalk them and mm-hmm. rape them and kill them. Like walking, every time you walk out the door, you have to be concerned about like, am I going to get raped? Am I dressed too slow? Trigger warning. We're talking about rape. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it really is. And and men, that is like a very natural thing for us that we do. It's our way of thinking. Men don't have to think that way. Men do get attacked, but it's not. It's yeah. not the same. Well, and it goes, again, further to with people of color, like the violence put on their bodies and like exactly what just happened in New Zealand yeah. recently with the mass shootings. And, uh, you know, so I... You know, we we understand about an eighth of that. It's like mm. so far, far right. But um, yeah, and so I'm never gonna go around making being like making Muslim jokes. I don't even know any Muslim jokes. Well, I have changed drastically in my like communication style and how I think about humor and jokes a lot. And I think mm-hmm. probably in the past ten years, five to ten years, a lot of people have. Yeah. Um, it's particularly since Trump became president and we have like all this rhetoric in our faces all the time. Like, it's just like violent and racist. And he like, he like brought out, like he, he uncovered everything that was already there. Which like is the white like, supremacy and like he, like he just brought it out in the open. I don't know if that's a bad thing. You know what I mean? It is, it sucks, but it's like in this, at the same time, like maybe this needed to happen. Like I'm trying to look at it in a way that's positive and like uh-huh. maybe this is just like 
a part of things than like the way that this is happening sucks and there's violence and because while Obama was president, it didn't feel like this, but he right. was placating right. as well. Like, because even when, while Obama was president, it was when a lot of the violence um, between the black communities and the police yep. were happening across the country, and like 12 year old boys were getting freaking shot by the police. But it was okay because we had a black president. Yeah, it really placated it. And, but, it, but that, that, I mean, it was like kind of crazy. That, I mean, not by crazy, I mean, not by any mental illness, but, like, by out of this world. (laughs) (laughs) That we have, like, at the same point in time in our history, like, obviously our country is dominated by white supremacy. And obviously there are, like, our police are a part of that. And um, our our president's black. Like, what does that even fucking mean? It doesn't mean shit. No. Anyway, but with Trump, you know, we got this bald, redheaded, fake tan freak. So, I mean, I just think differently about, like, when I make a joke. I used to make jokes. Like, I just don't, I just completely stay away from some topics now. So, I don't know. Would you you like to apologize to your douche friend on Twitter? Because I'm not going to. Oh, no, I don't apologize. Okay, so moving on. Uh... I offended uh, some of the trans community, not some, but the entire trans community with um, discussing my penis dream because as a cis privileged person, as I was talking about like having a penis and what and how awkward and stuff, I mean, that could have like really triggered a lot of uh, emotional stress if you were a transgender person. It could have, but you were also talking about something that like happen in your brain like your thought like you're powerless over your thoughts like you were being open about a thought that you had and a dream that you had this mm-hmm. is your experience as a cis white woman sorry like I know, I know well not I mean I am sorry and I wanted to apologize for it and that um if I offended anyone who is transgender or like anything like that then I'm sorry I mean I still think that um I, I I get it, and I, if someone transgendered is offended by you having a dream about having a penis, like, mm-hmm. that kind of upsets me, because what if, like, what if you're having these dreams because, like, maybe you're transgender, like, you're not, you already mm-hmm. know that you're not, but, mm-hmm. like, maybe someone could, and I'm going to say kind of the same thing I just said to you, maybe someone could have approached it with, like, curiosity, and openness mm-hmm. and had a conversation with you about what it's like to be transsexual and maybe mm-hmm. their dreams that they have. I don't know. Transsexual is different. Transgender. Transgender. You know okay. I mean? Sorry, I'm from the fucking 90s. You should you should say sorry I'm from the fucking 90s should be like our tagline. Um that's funny. Anyway, uh you should apologize for clapping and too. The microphone. I don't care about that. Was it too hot? Too hot? Uh, Okay, so... Apologies. Someone wrote in to me and said, literally just this, maybe Beth is more racist than Marine? Question mark? Hmm. Just that. Hmm. So, write into us and let us know which one of us is more racist. Who's more racist? We really want to know this, uh, the answer to this question. I have a racist confession this week. Oh my goodness! Uh, Okay. Oh, last on the apology section is apologizing for my mom being Republican. Oh, yeah. It's very shameful and actually it's something a lot of white people are guilty of. Yeah, but she's like Republican that is like she's a centrist. Yeah, she's not like a Republican for Trump. All right, uh, recaps. Recaps kind of suck. I just have here Americana. I don't even remember why I wrote that down, but Americana has to do with anything like American folklore or history, um, anything to do with the United States of America. And then the next recap I have in here, no one believes you, Beth. Start reading the feedback. And I I haven't listened to the last episode in a month, so I have no idea what that means. Yeah, me neither. But tune into the last episode. Maybe uh, if you have some recaps for us, write in to us. You uh, got our Twitter names. 
And uh, I don't feel like doing it again. Please don't make me do Okay, it's at Beth Hindley, B-E-T-H-A-T-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase, no space, at Twitter. My Twitter um, name um, is uh, the 3 o'clock brain notebook. Or wait, was it the 3 o'clock book notebook brain and Marines, um, go ahead, say, say yours, Marines. Mocom 99, M-O-C-U-M 99. All right, so uh, now in, we're going to go into a section of the podcast um, that is called, we like to call it uh, Racist Confession. Typically a part of the podcast where I, Beth, uh, make confessions about being racist and Marine makes confessions that make her look good. Yeah. So that's why people think you're more racist than I am. All right. So you say you have one this week. Let's I do. Well, it was actually kind of funny because we were, well, we were watching Leaving Neverland, which there's so much to talk about this time. Oh my goodness. We do need to do it every two weeks. But um, yeah, so that could be a whole nother fucking thing. We should do, we're going to do a Leaving Neverland review. He is, and Michael Jackson is infinitely worse than I ever could have imagined after watching that. And yeah. I absolutely believe those guys. You could see oh, it in their yeah, eyes. Yeah. The, they were, like, the one guy was, like, you, he wasn't heartbroken. He was heartbroken over Michael Jackson. You could tell he loved him. Oh, I oh think yeah, there was, like, a man-child Yes, both like, of them. Like, they had a relationship. He had, like, yeah, a loving relationship with them, even though he was raping them because they're underage like a child can't give consent so he can't you can't make that decision for them when they're no and i think their love for him is more like an idolization not like you know i think they were fans like especially the one little boy who was like dance a dancer and was like obsessed with Michael Jackson. They both were though. I think they Well, both no, the were other like, kid did the Pepsi commercial and yeah. he was like, I didn't even know who Michael Jackson was. Oh, I didn't realize that. And like when they did like the movie at his house, that he had they actually hung up Michael Jackson posters in his bedroom because he didn't have any. Like, um, he wasn't really that into Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. But then Oh yeah, like, they had to put him up in his room. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about the parents? <sighs> I think they're complicit. Yeah. That's it. That's what I think. Because it's one thing to be like, they went on a trip and then they're like, we went I don't know. I don't know if it's one thing at all, actually. Also, I don't know what that's like. But then for seven years, yeah. these children are having this relationship with him and like... But the other thing was like, Michael Jackson really was an incredible manipulator. He knew exactly what he was doing. Like that second kid, like he had that upstairs separate like bedroom area mm. set up so that it could be like okay and like the first night he didn't do anything and they just slept in the like he was a manipulative sick man yeah so what's your racist confession okay so uh my fiance and i were talking about um just talking about that and talking oh now about, you're starting to do that shit my fiance and i well that's what we are well so i'm my boyfriend's my just my boyfriend my man and I like, were talking. I mean, Gus and I have been through so much more than you and your boyfriend. You're we're like I would even say we're closer. Okay, fair enough. But we're not married. No. So no. I can't call him my fiance. No, or your husband. Honestly, I'm just fucking with you. But um, so <laughs> engaged, everyone. We were talking about <laughs> um like you know, our Kelly, Michael Jackson, and, and um, yeah. you know, Bill Cosby came up and yeah. Carl, I shouldn't say shit. The, my, that's the other thing. Said, um, that she just said her fiance's name, <laughs> which you've said before, by the way. Okay. Everybody so, knows. But hold on. I want to say, did you watch the R. Kelly um, yes, Lifetime? Yes, we watched that. That was, I mean, that was what I loved about that one was it was Lifetime Television gold. It was, yeah, it, that's it, true. Like, Lifetime television for women just has a way of making men, like, such trash. Yeah, it's so evil. Like, they really rub yeah, their face in it, yeah. you know? And I fucking loved it. And I, I loved the R. Kelly documentary. It was so good. Anyway, go ahead. So we were kind of, this is, like, twisted. Um, We were, like, t- talking about how, like, they all, like, eventually got caught. And, like, Carl was like, like can you notice that? Like, it seems like it's, it's these, it's. It's the black men who are, like, getting caught for these things. And, mm-hmm. like, then you have, like, Kavanaugh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, it, yeah. And I, he's like, yeah, it's like, you know, those three, like, 
they all got caught. And I was like, yeah, that's because they're criminals. But I didn't mean that's because black people are criminals. I meant that's because those particular individuals are criminals. But in the conversation, it sounded like yeah. I was saying because black people are criminals. Anyway, it was funny and we so laughed about it, but it was... That's so your racist confession is you saying something that sounded racist, but that's not what you meant. Yeah, but also, like, the, the uncomfortable feeling that it gives me of, like, did I just say something racist? Maybe that's the racist part. No, I mean, I think you really need to work harder at this racist confession. Well, I just don't see, like, I just don't get in that many. I don't go out that much. Okay, so, well, you're on Twitter. There's racist shit happen all the time. Yeah, but I avoid it. Okay, so um, I would say that that was a weak sauce racist confession. Well, I thought it was a good one. I was like, I can talk about this on racist um, confession. I got you beat, like, as usual. Um, the uh, Mine is that I thought I'd talk about this week. So I clean houses for a living. And everyone I clean for are, are white people. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, that's... I don't clean for black people. I have no black people clients. And, yeah. well, the reason being... That you're racist. No, the reason, for instance, like our, my, my, the bosses who run my company, they're a gay couple and one is white and one is black. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, my boss is black. So it's not like, what, what, what is it that we only clean for white people? And honestly, it's like, it's an economic thing. I mean, it's because wealthy white people don't clean their fucking houses, but (laughs) black people are cleaning their houses. (laughs) But in any case, like, um, and it's not something I don't think about that. Like, it's not something I think about. Yeah, you, you just know? notice it now. I, well, it. no, no, it's not. I just don't even think about it. But then I was um, going to clean for a place, and um, it's like a sky rise in, in Center City. So these are, like, really wealthy people. Mm-hmm. And I go knock on the door, and the woman um, answers who I'm cleaning for, and I and she was black. And I was, uh, I was surprised. Yeah. But then I didn't, like, I was like, I was surprised and I was like, did she notice I was surprised? Like, it was like nerve wracking. I was like, oh my God, because like, first of all, I don't fucking, it's not even a thing. It's just that because I didn't realize, you don't think about how everyone you clean for is white. I do recognize it. I do recognize it. It's not, you I don't, don't notice it. You, no. you don't really notice it because it's just your like day to day. But then like that happened and I was like, oh my God. So like, I was like, oh, this is different. Because I, like, literally have never cleaned for a black person. Yeah, I don't think that's you being racist. I just think that's, like, society. No, it is racist because I was coming to knock on this door and I assumed the people that lived there were white people. And that's not, like, that's not cool. That's racist. No, I'm not cool. I think they were both racist, weak, wit racist confessions this Um, week. What? Like, that woman definitely had to have noticed that I was like, oh, hi. Like, a surprise. I didn't say it like that. I don't know. I feel like she had to have noticed I, I looked surprised. Okay. And and then it's like, and that's something that, like, I feel, you know, some black people have to deal with all the fucking time because they're black. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, all right. Well, you don't think that's like good I enough? Was, you don't I, think that's good I, enough? I thought that was pretty weak. I thought that was as weak as mine was. I think it was. No, you. I was actually being racist. You told a joke. No, but my first thought was like, "Haha!" Because they're black, they're criminals. Like that's the problem. Yeah, because like when I said it, it sounded like I was saying, "Yeah, they're criminals." This is where my boyfriend would then say, "All right, keep it down. (laughs) Lower your voice." (laughs) <laughs> She's secretly telling me to lower my voice so Wait, that so people don't hear me say this saying, stuff. You were, I, you were calling all black people criminals. No, I said it because I was referring Keep to Keep your voice down. I was referring to those specific individuals. <laughs> <laughs> but then after the fact, I realized that it was like, ha ha, uh-huh. that could have been racist. Yeah. But the fact that... I was like, ha ha, I think is just no, like we're, a racist. We're, we're going around in circles here. You just, you don't. Whatever. And it's we, always, you know what, white people, I'm just going to go back to this, white people talking about racism is always going to be watered down bullshit. What? Because we don't, it's like men trying to talk about what it's like to be a woman. We just don't know. We're not talking about what it's like to be a black person. We're talking about like what it's like to be a white person and um, fucking racist. Well, that's true. 
while well-intentioned in our day-to-day life of not yeah. being racist. I mean, that's the thing. It's not like either of us are going to have a racist confession. Like, I went to the Wawa and slammed the door in a black dude's face because I, you know? No, like, I'm not asking you to go out and commit hate crimes <laughs> for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> it's a hate crime, hate crime podcast. Okay, so in any case, the, uh, uh, what was, oh my God, I forgot what I was going to say. Podcast um, of hate, hate crime podcast. It's a day. Date rape. Uh, we, I forgot what I was going to talk. I forgot what I was going to say. I, I mean, I feel like then, okay, I got to think of another racist confession. No, I think we should move on. You think that was enough? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Time to get up and to talk to, uh, you know, write in uh, and let us know what you think. Who's more racist, Beth or Marine? Also, uh, you know, uh, apologies. I'm sure there's a number of them. And uh, onwards to we have 15 minutes left in the podcast. And let's get on to our topic. Seasonal depression. 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 Um, And this uh, week's podcast, month's podcast, excuse me, it's monthly, uh, is provided by Zycam. For seasonal depression, for when um, you know you're you have allergies and shit, mm-hmm. you know, and then like you you just got through the winter, and then you like you know you're just like you want to so go outside, and you're like a chew a chew. Like I have been the past fucking couple of days. Yeah, had to start taking my allergy medicine, and so, I'll be taking it till November. Uh, and uh, that's the commercial. That's it. That's it. Thank you, Zycam. <laughs> and um, yeah, so basically, I yeah, with seasonal depression, it's just like. Uh, you don't leave your house. And yeah. also, like, I have friends I should be visiting, but honestly, like, I'll be like, I ride my bike to get around, which makes it yeah. harder. And I'll just be like, I just can't. Like, I just, even getting around all day in the freezing fucking cold. Yeah. And then it's been, like, gray. It's been especially gray winter here. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then you're getting sick. You're yep. getting colds. Yeah. And you're cold. And it's gray out. And... Um, you know, I mean, when I ride my bike with the most annoying thing is like the cold air, like you, you cry, you're you crying, your, yeah, your you eyes tear up tear. and I'm it's like, that's like, um, basically what you're crying like every day for like months for, from like November to like April. I get to a point where I can't cry. Well, I'm, I'm literally crying every day because I have to ride my bike. And, um, I was saying like in fact, by February, you wonder if the tears are real. Mm. You wonder. You wonder. But is it the cold air or am I really just just sad? sad? Yeah. And, uh, and then also, uh, your nose is always runny. Mm, But then it freezes. There's a couple days where that would happen. And I have like nose it's not crystals like in my nose and um you know and i just i'm so like every i'm like i'm so sick of my nose being fucking runny and i'm not sick yeah my nose has been slightly runny all winter too it's it's not really just like the past couple months yeah no no good um and then yeah then there's just the the um depression part of it you know um the lack of light induced depression but i also happen to have major depression but it gets really horrible in the winter i get to the point where i literally like i can't leave the house like are you on medication yeah oh okay yeah that's good um i would like to get on a different medication but the one i tried to get on is not covered by my insurance Mm. so i just went back to another one but Mm. um yeah so there's some issues there's all kinds of like forward thinking stuff like there's like the ketamine treatments they just came out with like a more accessible one Uh um they're looking into using um like whatever magic cyclobin Mm -hmm. wait this is just for seasonal depression or no just depression depression. um in general some of the issues for seasonal like besides vitamin d because i hear i mean there's antidepressants but like you don't you can use a happy light 
Oh yeah. Have you ever tried that? I did. And, and actually I do think it helped and I didn't use it this winter. Um, I haven't had it the past couple of years, but I should get a new one because I do feel like it helped. I used it the do? first year I worked at my job, at this job, because I had to start getting up at seven in the morning where my previous job, I started at 11. Yeah. So it was like all fucked up. So I got the happy light and um, you just sit in front of it. You're supposed to sit in front of it for like 30 minutes a day. You can, 30 minutes yeah you're supposed to sit with so it has to be like right by your face too so you can like read or you can use it while you do your makeup or something but sometimes wow. like i mean it was weird because i never found a convenient way to like do an activity while i was had the light on like because uh. it has to be right next to your face so i think that was part of why i don't do it anymore but i yes i think that it helped and it i can tell okay. right now by how much better i feel being out in the sun today mm -hmm. than i did a week ago yeah, it's still cold though. Yeah, which sucks. But which is kind of no. For some reason, it's not like affecting me as much as like. Ooh, it's still affecting me. Like yeah. I like I had to run an errand this morning, and I was like, "Fuck, this is so." Yeah. It's more like it's annoying. It is annoying because because you, you're like it's so nice out, but yeah. it's fucking cold. True. Um, and I mean, I don't mind winters if you get if we get a lot of snow. Yeah. That I'm fine with. Hmm. I don't know why it feels warmer when it, it does. snows. It does. I totally agree with you. It does and not feel as cold. It makes the landscape all nice and snowy, and it's fun, and um, it's like a change of scenery. But then, like, yeah, we didn't get a lot of snow this winter. Apparently, we're on the up and up for spring. I mean, the I think so. The uh, Phil, the Punxsutawney Phil, the yeah. groundhog, said that we were getting an early spring, and I think he's right. And I don't feel like this winter was even bad. I mean, I didn't handle it well. Like, for instance, last winter, I handled really well, and I was like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's cold, but whatever. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. Uh, I do think the amount of – we got a lot more snow. Like, I remember we got a blizzard when uh, Rita's first uh, free water ice day happened yeah. and it was, it was a blizzard and that was fucked up because yeah. free water ice day is supposed to be like 60 Summertime. degree weather yeah. it's like you know you're going in and, and i think it's actually coming up this week by the way philadelphians mm. uh free i think water ice, free water ice. yeah first I, day of spring. it's the first day of spring. it's the first day of spring so is, this yeah. is this week yeah this week the first day of spring is like the 8th 19th 20th uh, i think you're right actually um so actually, this is we picked like a bad time to have this podcast because we're actually coming out. Of, well, yeah, I don't we know. can't be as depressed as we were. Like last week, if we did the podcast, it would have been really good because we were both. It was daylight savings. Yeah, we were both really depressed. Yeah, you had a panic attack. Yeah, this week. Well, I had a panic attack after daylight savings because it was like almost like seeing the sun all of a sudden. It was like too much for my brain, brain, and it was like I was overstimulated by too much light after not enough light. Uh huh. Um, yeah, but I think it's good that we're doing it now since we're coming out of it because we actually have perspective on what happened rather than just being like fucking want to die. I heard that people like in Alaska or like in the north that get like six months of darkness and shit like commit suicide more often. Oh yeah, it happens. I mean, I think that. They say in Seattle, people have higher rates of depression because there's not as much sunlight because of the clouds. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, a, it's absolutely a real thing. I've heard that, like, but yeah, it's like there's, we should probably find out what people in Alaska and stuff do. I know that staying very active is part of it. Yeah, and that's the hard part. All the time, yeah. Because which, it sucks outside. Yeah, and you don't feel like it. Yep. Well, that's because I have fibromyalgia and like, I don't go to this doctor anymore, but my old doctor. You have a um, lot of shit wrong with you. I have a lot of shit wrong with me. But uh, he used to say that the best thing to do for fibromyalgia was exercise. And mm -hmm. that's the hardest thing to do when you have fibromyalgia. Why? Because your body hurts and you're exhausted. I mean, this was when I, because like I would like wow. sleep for like 12 hours. I would like go yeah. to work, come home exhausted, sleep for three hours, eat, go back to bed, sleep. Like, wow. oh my God, it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. But I guess like, I don't know, I'm doing better now. I don't, I think fibromyalgia is not like really understood. It's like weird how they even diagnose it. They like push on like pressure points. Uh -huh. They're like, does this hurt? Does this hurt? Does this hurt? And like you went because you were like, this is crazy. I'm sleeping all the time and I'm in pain. I was, yeah, I thought I, I was like, I probably, I thought I had like chronic fatigue or something. Yeah. Well, I always, I always take a nap when I get up from work. Yeah, but I mean, I this was think. like every day. Anytime I wasn't working, I was, I mean, I couldn't like stay sitting up. 
I was Jeez. fucking exhausted. Were we friends when this was going on? It was. Uh, I mean, we've been friends like, since we were fourteen. But. Yeah, I think that we weren't talking as much because it was like right around when I like moved back home with my parents. Oh, okay. So that was a time that yeah. So it was like my body was like worn out. I had been very yeah. very sick. Yeah. For a long time, and um, so this was probably like the result of that. Yeah, and that's what I think. Huh. Anyway, exercise cure for all. Yeah, of exercise. We. The thing is, too, we also, I have less, I should say, I mean, I didn't go that much, but it probably, like, at least once a month, I went mountain biking. Oh, that's good. And I think that really helped. I've only been mountain biking once this fucking winter. And honestly, it's the motivation factor. Also, I don't want to, I want Gus to go with me, and it's about motivating him as well to go with me, because I don't want to go by myself. Yeah. The, the mountain biking here, you go to the Belmont Plateau is the closest to us. And, like, it's, like, all logs. It's, like, really uh, not easy. And I'm just, like, if I go by myself and I fall and break yeah, something, like. That's true. Like. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Um, but then at the same time, I don't. I have friends that mountain bike, but I don't want to go in a big group because I also suck at mountain biking. Yeah. <laughs> Like, mountain biking is really hard, and I, I suck at it. I would not be able to do it. And when you're in, like, a group, it's, like, last time I went with them, it was so embarrassing. Like, they had to, like, stop and, like, wait for me all the time. And, and like, they didn't care. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. They weren't, like, mean to me about Gosh. it. But, like, uh, I definitely was, like, um, this is annoying. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, if I can make Gus wait for me, it's, like, whatever. You know, it's Gus. Yeah, it's just Gus. Um, yeah, so seasonal oppression. I, and, I'm like... My seasonal oppression was, like, turned into, like, existential crisis. Like, mm. I'm really feeling like, oh, my God, I'm fucking 38. I'm going to be 38. I, I just, know, I, I just like am 38. And, like, and, like, well, I'm like my 40 life sucks. My yeah. life sucks. And so, especially if your life sucks and you're trying to get through, like, a dark, cold winter, you know. Yeah, it's like, what's you got to be careful. I think about that, like, all the time. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like, I was, like, seriously, like, I'm not, like, suicide. But, like, I think... Suicidal thoughts all the time. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, you're because I'm a nihilist. I'm not going to kill myself, everybody. I'm too scared. If you're going to kill yourself, um, you should call the suicide hotline. Yep, you Don't should. Don't do it. Teenage suicide. Don't, Don't do it. Um, so, let's see. What other things did I do? To I didn't do. I was like, I'm also like a lazy person. So, I, like, it's hard for me to be like, Oh, do this, do that for seasonal depression. Like what? Like, I mean, what did I do for seasonal depression? I like drank more. <laughs> I, uh, I curled up in my bed and didn't do anything for days. That's what I did that. I didn't leave the, cause I don't have to yeah. leave the building to uh -huh. go to work. Yeah. So there would be like periods of like three days. Cause like Carl will walk the dog. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the, I, I could st physically stay inside for three and four days at a time. And yeah. That was really bad. Cause then it was like, it does. It makes you feel difficult worse. to leave the house. Like yeah. my anxiety was like, it's like there was like an invisible curtain and this, I do have like agoraphobic tendencies. I'm yeah. afraid I'm going to end up that way. Yeah. I, uh, that's the thing. Like, uh, I don't want to be insensitive to people who actually have agoraphobic um, who actually have or have agoraphobia? Yeah, but I definitely was feeling that, and I, yeah. I don't. I did like a, I like my close friends, but I don't like social situations. Yeah, that I don't like. And it's like, unpredictable social situations. It's yeah, difficult, unknown. And um, and then when it's cold out, it just accentuates that, and you know, and then not being out and interacting with people um i mean honestly that kind of shit which makes you happier in the long run is just a distraction from thinking about yourself and your like depressing little inside mind world you know well, that's and, because life is completely pointless so that's depressing so yeah. you gotta go out and like because like our brains and bodies are set up a certain way like i started to really think about my brain and my body as like completely separate like a set not separate from me not like a fucking schizophrenic person or something mm -hmm. but like i think about it as like a like a thing that like is a machine mm -hmm. you know what i mean like your body needs to move around and get sunshine so that there's chemicals so you can feel happy like you need to talk to other people and socialize otherwise like you're gonna wither and die mm -hmm. you know what i mean whether you want for me whether i'm in the mood to do that stuff or not whether i want to do it or not i have to do it mm -hmm. otherwise like it, 
depression takes over. And my depression is like I become extremely self-destructive. Yeah. Um, mine is, I don't get that self-destructive. Like, I mean, because like my end game is to be a creative person. So I think how I, um, that that's what makes me happy. And I would say how I self-destruct is like getting in the way of doing that sort of things yeah. that make me happy like drawing comics like even drawing comics making comics makes me happy but like when you are like really feeling down and shit it is hard to sit down and draw mm-hmm. but at the end of the time like I always have to remind myself no you're gonna feel so much better when you finish that page you're mm-hmm. gonna feel so much better when you just you know do yeah. that and um so I do try to keep myself busy that way and I would say every once in a while I slip up and then I'm just like a waste of space I mean, even this, I would say this Friday evening, like I particularly, well, I guess I got some stuff done. My other thing is I always, I have to get things done. I have performances that I'm doing and have comics that I'm doing. And like, so every day I work, I come home and do stuff. So that's like kind of how I keep myself going. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. My job is like, it keeps me on a schedule every day. Like I have to work. I have to have a job and like maybe someday... I'll be at a place in my self-development where, like, I really will get up every day and, like, achieve something without, like, the structure of, like, a job, job. Yeah. you know? But at this point in my life, like, I actually wouldn't be, like, I must work in order to continue to, like, um, to survive and, like, thrive as a person. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I will self-destruct because I need, like, I'm an ENFP. That's uh-huh. like my Myers Briggs type. Okay. So I never did that. It's it's I'm actually like now that I it took me until a couple of years ago to determine my correct type. Did you do it on, know, online? Yeah, but it's like I've been taking those online tests for like I had been taking them for years before I finally was like, oh my god, this is the before, one where I am. Before before Google? I accurate. Well, no, it was in Google, but okay. Uh, no, before I was able to accurately say, like, I took many, many, many tests, and I kept getting like one or two different results. Mm-hmm. And there was also a time where I like insist, where I was like really shut down emotionally years ago, and like I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not an emotional person. Actually, I'm completely driven by my emotions. Like, I'm at their mercy, mm-hmm. and like, so like that's part of my type. Part of my type is also like I don't notice details. I'm like very like intuitive, but mm-hmm. like, so I get like more of like impressions of reality and like the way that I process things. Like I truly, like I would get in trouble because people are like, you don't like notice things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I fucking don't, I don't remember names. I don't oh, remember yeah. details, but like part of it is like the way that my brain processes information. I thought it was, that happens to me, but I thought it was because I have lead poisoning. Well, that's possible too. I might just have lead poisoning and ADHD, which also been diagnosed with uh-huh. but like marina's adhd too guys you never knew that i did know that yeah social I'm anxiety just, you have PTSD. social PTSD. i don't even you think i PTSD, can remember all this stuff ptsd adhd fibromyalgia, fibromyalgia um alcoholism alcoholism addiction addiction seasonal depression seasonal SAD, depression major depression major depression anxiety generalized anxiety disorder oh socialized God. anxiety disorder you're so beautiful i'm glad you made list. it here today i know i have a laundry list of possible diagnoses it, i would love to know guys, what is actually wrong with me i mean maybe even borderline borderline personality disorder no, your mom's way too nice for you to have that's borderline true. personality disorder that's a good point Although your dad and I did get in a fight at your house. I once. was just telling that story. And it was after I beat all I beat I beat the whole Cummings family in, in the game of Clue and it was like triumphant. And then and then the night went sour. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Because you I my was, memory we were talking about, you were talking atheism. about religion and atheism yeah. and like you were like I just like arguing against the church and this was like I think before all of the stuff came out like really about like all of the molestations and stuff and my oh, dad was like which, still really into the Catholic Church and you oh, guys yeah. straight up got in a screaming match and like it was yeah horrible for me I was he, like talking about anxiety like, like I was like oh my god like my friend's friend and my dad are fighting like I'm gonna shit my pants I was I loved it <laughs> you're a psycho <laughs> you're a psycho. Well, I loved your dad was like really funny, like too at the one point when he said, um, "Well, yeah, you don't believe in God. Your art is your God." And I was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Wow, that's true." 
<laughs> but you fought him, didn't you? No, I don't think I fought him. I think like he it insulted me because I I felt I felt seen. You know how people say yes. That? Like, cause he's right. And, but I, and it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But I just felt like really seen. And I was like, like, like pissed. Like, yeah. I don't think I said like, ha ha, you're right. I think I was like, and I don't think I, I don't know. Outwardly was that pissed about it. It was so long ago. But, um, yeah, that was like, maybe we should have your dad on and we could talk about I would have my whole family on. Oh my gosh. He would be, he would be great actually. Yeah, your dad would be great. It would be interesting to um, like have that conversation with you. And no, him. seriously. I love, later. I love both your parents. I wish they were my parents. I know you do. So, um, but uh, also though, so I, we need to do, we need to close up. We've been talking, uh, we, we got on our topic for 15 minutes. What time is it? It's 6.04. How long? Oh, shit. Yeah. So um, I just want to say in closing from um, talking about seasonal depression, anyone out there who's suffering from it, um, you uh, should go to Zycam, Zycam.com forward slash two hosts from Delco to get 10% 10 off um, a packet of 20 tablets of Zycam. And that should keep you wanting to live life again. Um, before, you know, we get into April and, you know, springtime will be here and it's going to be amazing. There's going to be all the flowers are going to be blooming. There's going to be daffodils. There's going to be like, you know, magnolia trees, you know, the cherry trees, those ones. And also like those, um, those trees in the city that smell like puke. Ginkgo trees? No, no, no. They're like, it's like baby's breath. They're white petals and they, they smell like puke, but they're really pretty. Um, you know, that's going to be happening. And so just hang in there. And if anyone, if anyone, if Marine can make it through. Oh, if I can make it through the fucking winter, you can you, do it. You got this. You For got real. this. Um, Marine, what's your closing thought? Mm, Beth is a liar and you're not going to get any money off on Zykin. Podcast. Podcast. Do, do, Two hoes, two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, it's a four house on the hill. Two hoes. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts. <laughs>